How can a dancer's pad lead to a plantar plate sprain? Well, that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. Now listen, if you got a plantar plate injury, you are probably going to want to check out this thing I created for you. It's called the Plantar Plate Masterclass. Basically, I go through and talk about what happens if they get worse, whether or not you can run with a plantar plate sprain, what a plantar plate sprain really is, and really what it means when you have each of the three different sort of stages of a plantar plate sprain. So I'll talk more about it at the end of this episode, but you should definitely go check it out. It's free and you can sign up and you can get access to it at Plantar Plate Masterclass. Uh, well, actually it's at docontherun.com slash plantar plate masterclass, but I'll explain more about it uh, after this episode. So let's play the intro and then get into it. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness and keep preparing for the next race and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. I just got a great question from someone who had been using a thing called a dancer's pad. And a dancer's pad sometimes is used when you have an injury to these little bones under the big toe joint right here called the sesamoid bones. And so if one of those is painful and irritating, you're trying to take the pressure off of it, one strategy is to use a thing called a dancer's pad. Well, a dancer's pad can be made with something simple like this. This is a metatarsal pad. You can see it's uh, just a, it's a little bit dome shaped, it's kind of teardrop shaped, but if you want to turn it into a dancer's pad, what we do is we uh, actually take it and we just cut out a little section of it like that. Now what we have is a pad that has a little cut out, but it, otherwise it can take the pressure off. So if we take this pad and we stick it right on the foot in an area where it's going to take the pressure away from the sesamoids, if the goal is to remove the pressure from the sesamoids, and we put the pad right here. Well, what that does is it shifts all of the pressure off of the sesamoids because it leaves a big depression where the sesamoids kind of sit in, in the depression in that pad without irritating it so much. So that seems like a great thing, but what you're doing then is you're basically robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Nothing's for free and you can't alter the laws of physics. So when you take the dancer's pad and you put it on the foot to remove all that pressure there, well, it puts a whole lot of pressure everywhere else. And your plantar plate ligament for your second toe is sitting right in here. And so what happens is every time you take a step and your heel comes off the ground and you basically start rubbing the plantar plate ligament up against the edge of that dancer's pad right at that corner right there, well, it starts to irritate it. Now, the goal, of course, of the dancer's pad is to take the pressure off the sesamoids, put it on the shaft of all these other metatarsals, but you've got to remember that that area under the big toe joint, that area is 50% of your weight when you're walking. And so if you take a pad that removes all of that, I mean, it's not gonna remove all of it, but theoretically, if you removed all that pressure, that's under the sesamoid bones with a dancer's pad, that's half your body weight and it has to go somewhere else. So where does it go? It goes that direction, laterally, toward the second metatarsal, right where the plantar plate is sitting. And so if you take uh, that 50% of pressure away from the big toe joint, it doesn't just disappear, it just gets moved to the other areas of the foot where the pad is sitting. And a lot of the pressure when you're, as your heel comes off the ground, starts putting more and more pressure right on the plantar plate ligament. 
And that is how the plantar plate can start to become irritated and inflamed, and in some cases even develop into a plantar plate ligament sprain or an injury uh, to that little ligament under the base of the toe where it attaches uh, at the metatarsal phalangeal joint at the ball of the foot. So if you've got a dancer's pad and you're starting to get some irritation in there, make sure you think about that and consider whether or not this could be contributing to some of your trouble. Now, if you haven't checked it out yet, you might want to check out the master class uh, that I did on plantar plate sprains. You can get it for free. It's a deep dive. We're going to all the things you need to think about if you're a runner with a plantar plate injury. You can get it for free at docontherun.com slash plantar plate masterclass. Thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next episode.